Hello and welcome to the Striker Balance podcast for working homeschool moms. This is Charlotte Jones, homeschool coach and homeschooling mom of twin boys. I know it can feel really overwhelming to keep all the balls in the air all the time. So each week I chat about tips and strategies for being a happy and thriving working homeschool mom that you can implement in your life too. I also speak to awesome and inspiring women who manage to juggle homeschooling and work successfully and find out what their secrets are. Be sure to check out my Working Homeschool Mom Magic Mindset Challenge in the show notes and sign up to my newsletter for lots of cool homeschool freebies. And if you ever need to chat, please book in a session with me. I'm so excited for you to be here and I hope you'll get so much value out of this episode. So let's get started. Hello, my lovely friend. Today, I wanted to talk about what this podcast is basically about, and that's how to be a happy and thriving working homeschool mom. So I've been a working homeschool mom for five years now, and along the way, I've picked up a few strategies for balancing it all, for striking a balance, and that's hence the name of the podcast. These are strategies that have worked for me. Obviously, everybody has a different life and everybody's homeschool looks different, but this is what's worked for me in the last five years. So I just wanted to share some of these tips and hopefully some of them might be useful for you as well, especially if you're starting out or if you've kind of just started working or if you've just started homeschooling, I really hope these will be useful for you. The first tip is to take the time to find your groove. So finding that sweet schedule where everyone is happy and that includes you, it's very important, it can take some time, but it's well worth the time and, and a very important part of the process. And my biggest tip for this step is to be as open-minded and flexible as possible. If you have a flexible job, obviously that's great because then you can adjust your job around homeschooling. But then in terms of homeschooling, you might think of doing a different or organizing your homeschool in a different way. So for example, you could homeschool in the afternoon, you could homeschool in the morning, you could homeschool four days a week, you could homeschool throughout the year, whatever you decide, I would say, take the time to find that schedule. And then also be open to changing the schedule as well, uh, if it doesn't work, because that can often happen as things change, as needs change, as children grow up. So I would also say it's important to kind of make sure that you are not married to that particular schedule. The second tip is to release the need for perfection. So this, is a, this has been and is a hard one for me because I'm a typical type A personality, but I have released the need of a pristine house and a Pinterest perfect homeschool because they are not realistic for me. And as we all know, comparison is not good for anybody's mental health. So I've kind of released that. One way to overcome, for example, a really messy house is to do something small every day. So I do a small amount of cleaning every day. I do a load of laundry every day as well. And I find that this helps me kind of keep on top sort of-ish. I mean, like I said, my, my house is definitely not perfect helps me keep on top of housekeeping. Obviously, it would be ideal if you could get your kids involved as well. The next thing to do is to get organized. So getting organized is uh, incredibly powerful and it's empowering because it takes away the stress and the wasting of time when you 
when things are disorganized. Once again, we are not the most organized family, but we are quite organized, I would say. And using a planner, for example, uh, is a great way to stay organized. I have a planner for you to download. I, I'll put it in the show notes if you would like, uh, if you're looking for a planner. And also getting organized also means that you can add in all the things that you need to do in your day. So for me, I have to work out. So if I'm organized, I know that I can schedule in working out every day because it is very important for me. The next tip is to find a working homeschool mom group. It can be incredibly lonely being a homeschool mom. And especially if you're working, it can feel like there's not a lot of time to do anything. So it's really great to have a support network and to have people who are in the same position as you. This could be online. I have a Facebook group, which is really great. And obviously, if you have it in your community, that's also fantastic to find a group of women who are in the same position and who can support you. Tip number five is to let go of the school at home mentality. So this was something that was hard for me. I'm obviously the product of a state-run education system. I come with a lot of educational baggage, but I was able to overcome this luckily. A lot of that was due to de-schooling. So de-schooling is a fantastic way to transition from from school to homeschool. And I highly recommend doing it because it's also the time to find that schedule that I was speaking about before. And another thing about not having school at home, I'm putting these in air quotes, is that you actually don't need to study that much or the kids don't need to learn that much because learning happens all the time. They get a lot of personal attention. They could go at their own pace. So you don't need to homeschool for hours and hours and hours as kids would have. Obviously, school is basically where kids are managed for eight hours a day. It's not necessary to have that in your homeschool. As I mentioned above about cleaning and housekeeping, small consistent steps are fantastic for striking a balance because it means that you can fit more into a day and it means that you can get more done. So, And this could also extend to, for example, if you're changing jobs, because what I did was I worked in a, in a corporate job before that involved a lot of traveling, and then I moved into freelance and working from home. And I did this over a period of time so that the shock wasn't so great. Uh, and obviously financially as well, it was easier to manage. And also I think small consistent steps also work really well for kids because if they are doing less homeschool, as I said before, they don't need to study that much. But if you're doing consistent step, those all really add up and I think are very effective, are in a very effective way for kids to learn. Tip number seven is to prioritize what really matters. And this is also related to getting organized. So I always recommend writing a list of all the things you have to do during the day and really examining if they are that important and then getting rid of the ones that really don't serve you or which can maybe be done not every day, but once a week, for example, once a month, and then really so that you've got enough time for the things that are important. So like I said before, I really need to work out. So that's a priority for me. And I make sure that I can get that time in every day. Tip number eight is to work towards flexibility in your work. Obviously, this is not possible for everybody. But if, like I said, if you have a flexible job, it really does make homeschooling a lot easier. And there are a lot of amazing work from home possibilities now. Have a look on Pinterest. I have a board that has some ideas in there. You could, for example, consider blogging, being a VA, offering any kind of online service, being an online teacher, which I do as well, an English teacher, 
a graphic designer and so on. And, and then also, if you do work in the corporate world, one good thing, and I'm putting big air quotes around good thing about COVID, because obviously it is not a good thing at all. But one thing that I would say is slightly positive is that employees have realized that their employees can be just as productive as home. You could ask your company for more flexible hours or to possibly work from home because it really does make homeschooling a lot easier. And when days get tough, tip number nine is really important. And that's always to remember why you're a working homeschool mom, because it can get really overwhelming. There's a lot to do. There are a lot of balls to keep in the air. So when days get really tough, it's important to remember why you're doing this. For me, I remember what it was like when my kids were at school. It was traumatic for them. It was traumatic for us. So when days get tough, I just remember, I just remind myself that homeschooling is definitely a better fit for us. And then lastly, tip number 10 is related to mindset. So as I said before, there can be a lot of challenges when being a working homeschool mom, but I would suggest a growth mindset. Obviously, a lot of people talk about growth mindset and just finding solutions where possible or asking for help if needed so that you can make the most of this lifestyle. Because I firmly believe that it is the best of both worlds. You get to work, you get to contribute to society, and you also get to have a hand in your children's education, which is such a gift and such a blessing. So I think there are always ways around it because being a working homeschool mom has so much flexibility. So if you can lean into that flexibility, I believe that almost always you'll be able to find a way to have both things, homeschooling and work. And another part about mindset is, obviously, I, I'm not, I don't believe in toxic positivity at all. I do believe in going through feelings and seeing where they come from and seeing what they can tell us, and also taking time off, reshuffling and ditching where needed. I think, as I said, leaning into that flexibility is something that is so fantastic about being a working homeschool mom. So just to sum up my 10 tips for being a working homeschool mom, tip number one, take the time to find your groove, find that schedule that works for everybody. Tip number two, release the need for perfection in working, in homeschool, in your house, in everything, I would say. Tip number three, get organized. And this is really going to take a lot of pressure off you. Tip number four, find that community that can support you. So find a working homeschool mom group or community. Tip number five, you let go of the school at home mentality because it doesn't work. And that's obviously why you took your kids out of school in the first place. Tip number six is to take small, consistent steps in learning, in working, in how you manage your house, etc., and other things as well. Tip number seven is to prioritize what really matters because this is going to make you feel much happier if you are doing the things that matter to you and if you're letting go of things that don't serve you anymore. Tip number eight, work towards flexibility in your work. Obviously, if it's possible, this for me, I found it's much easier to homeschool when working from home, for example. And tip number nine, remember, especially on bad days, why you're a working homeschool mom, um, because this can make the bad days better if you remember why you're doing it. Tip number 10 is to really work on your mindset so that you can juggle everything so that you can strike that balance. I really hope you enjoyed the episode today. Drop me a DM on Instagram or post on the Working Homeschool Mom support group over on Facebook and let me know what resonated the most with you. 
It would also be great if you could rate, review and subscribe or share the podcast with a working homeschool mom who might need it. Until next time, take care.